What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Nate. Welcome to Big Nate Short Story Club, home of the best short story clubs. And today I am joined once again by the one and only Elliot to discuss Shirley Jackson's The Lottery. So how are we doing today, Elliot? I am good. This is this is a hell of a story. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it truly is. And We you know, keep getting these things that are like crazy endings. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I won't say any more than that now. But Yeah, because okay, yeah. I do think we should... Okay, because I was gonna say it's it's crazy reading this whenever yes. we did in like middle school. What was it? Middle <laughs> yeah, school, high for school. Real. Which I think mine was middle a, school. That's me too. Which is fascinating in itself. So I, I, you know, we already knew the ending, but for people that don't, I, I think we should do our best to not, yeah. not spoil it. Um, Definitely. But yeah, no, the the choice as of this as a middle school s- short story is fascinating like we should actually we should talk about that uh, absolutely absolutely but yeah yeah, we have had an interesting streak of (laughs) of of stories but yeah this one is this one's pretty wild but um but first we are gonna do our opening segment so elliot let me ask you what are you reading right now why did you pick it up and how are you liking it so far yeah so i am currently like a chapter and a half (laughs) into um gideon the ninth um, which is the first book in the Locked Tomb trilogy by Tamsin Moir. I don't I don't know how to pronounce the author's last name, but mm-hmm. um, anyway, it's what's it's the a, what's the genre? Yeah, like it's what sci-fi fantasy. Yeah, okay, it's a nice. sci-fi fantasy um, series, and I'm liking it so far. I mean, it's it's got an interesting combination of like the world building stuff is like very sci-fi fantasy. Um, but then the the language use is kind of like it's like the way that some people you might just encounter would talk, but then also intermingled with like sort of s- strangely poetic um, good phrasing. So it's it's interesting. I I'm enjoying it so far. I picked it up because um, your your chapter and a half so far. It's... Yeah, my my chapter and a half. <laughs> so I was I was on the waiting list at the library for like months. First off, book. sorry, time out. It's crazy yeah. to me that you use the the library. I commend you on that, but I I, I don't think I've ever encountered anyone who actually uses that as their regular. I love like, the library. I no, think it's good. Yeah, no, I've actually been working at the library recently, like because they oh, have really? the wait the downtown one, right? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I'll see you one day, but um, maybe yeah. Because I you because they have like study rooms and you can like book them oh, and I'll yeah. go there and I'll just write. So oh, that's smart. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, because I it just is. I just like sit and work at home or in my office. Uh, on a well, I double whammy. Like... See, I'll I'll read I'll write for like an hour and a half at home. Yeah, and then I'll and then like I'll cook breakfast and time it so that I have it that I can walk to the library because it's walking distance for me too. So it's yeah. like fresh air. Go up to the that's study smart. room, and then it's like new setting. It, there's actual like bright light as opposed to the basement. You know, yeah, and there's yeah. a nice table whiteboard which i don't use but could it's nice to yeah. know it's there and yeah anyway that's really that's a good idea mm-hmm. okay there's I, I more, reckon, more resources yeah exactly it's one of those things where it's like i feel like nobody thinks to even do it because yeah there's only definitely. like three rooms but they're they're usually not booked like okay which is okay. yeah it's like good to know the whole city of eugene but anyway yeah yeah so you were on but the yeah, waiting so list I was, I was on the waiting list forever for this book but i think there was like recently a new book in the series that was released, so everybody's reading the old ones again. Mm. And so I was on the waiting list for like weeks and weeks, and eventually I just got tired of waiting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm gonna go hang out with one of my friends in Portland, um, for a few days, and I was like, you know, 
they're one of the people that suggested it to me and I kind of want to have read at least a little bit of it yeah a chapter um, and a half at least yeah I mean I, I've got like today and tomorrow yeah not, yeah not a lot of tomorrow because I have a bunch of meetings but um at least on spring break you have meetings for spring break <laughs> yeah bro doesn't that suck that that really, that's that's really oh, well. quite garbage um yeah. i won't even speak on that but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but anyway so i'm i'm at least starting it and i also got uh i did manage to get the audiobook version through the library so i can like listen maybe in on the, the car, drive up, on the drive yeah, up yeah. to portland <laughs> yeah, yeah um yeah anyway so so yeah, that's that's where I'm at. It's okay. good so far. Is the we'll is the is the writing good? Because you know yeah. with sci-fi fantasy, yeah. there's always the the fear for me at least, where it's like there's two kinds basically, where it's like the ideas and the story is awesome, the writing is terrible, and yeah. then there's another version of it where it's just like the ideas and story are awesome and the writing is awesome. Like Ursula yeah. K. Le Guin is kind of like that for me. Yeah, the writing is good. I I'm enjoying the writing for this so far. Um, I find it often really difficult to read books that aren't kind of stylistically interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. so it's, I'm, I'm very much about atmosphere kind of more than, than story a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this so far, have I you mean, read again, Dune? like chapter and a half, I haven't, which is uh, crazy to me. That's I don't, cause I feel yeah. like that's world buildy, um, yeah. at- atmosphere yeah. vibes yeah. For, for sure. Yeah. My dad, my dad actually read part of Dune to me when I was a little kid. That's um, funny. But I sure don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be an yeah. interest that'd be an interesting experience for kind of like reading the lottery to Yeah. Sco- no, no, actually my, my dad when I was little just read whatever to me that he was reading. That's awesome. Um, so I got exposed to some some strange <laughs> books that's, that's when I was little. Uh, but, no, yeah. Dune reading to that a kid to reading Dune to a kid makes sense. The lottery Shirley Jackson, now that yeah. I'm actually thinking about that, that is isn't that's like some parallel universe shit what yes. in what world would this ever be assigned to middle school children but there's a i mean it's it's ripe <laughs> for discussion oh yeah uh, oh yeah and the writing I mean, is the great. reading yeah the reading level like it's it's a it it's more the things that happen that are questionable for middle schoolers than right. the, uh, the writing style because it's yeah. easy to follow it just kind of mm-hmm. flows right along yeah um, yeah she's she's a great writer like that but, then, but it's not like simplistic. It's just it's <laughs> no, just really no, no, well no. written. It's just, yeah, definitely. It's just very clear. Um, but yeah, then you know the lottery dot dot. Yeah. Dot. But yeah. Um, okay, that's cool. So I, I'm reading. I've had a problem recently where I'm doing a whole lot of book starting and not a oh, whole lot yeah. of book finishing. I'm that. like just <laughs> circling through all. The, this is what I do. It's like I'm reading probably like five, four or five books right now, and I just like okay. circle. And, and not, none of them are novels at this point. Interestingly. Okay. So they don't need to, it's not like I'm going to forget what happens. It's like, yeah, you know, it's yeah. either short story collections or shit like, uh, like right now, one of the things I'm reading, which I read this morning was the Tusculan Disputations by Cicero. Oh, wow. And okay, it's, cool. it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty fire. Like it's not nice. the, the lightest reading, but, but I don't know when Cicero goes off, dude, he is like just straight. Like he he can be a page turner and okay, nice. <clears throat> interesting. I, I haven't read very much of of Cicero's. He's dope. So. He's really dope. And nice. I'm not even. I think the the Tusculan Disputations is one of his like way lesser known works too. So yeah, like, yeah. He, like his I think his big stuff are are things like uh, like his letters and his speeches. And I think he yeah. has some treatises like on the gods and, and shit like that. So. Mm-hmm. I'm not even on his big ticket ones, and I'm really fucking with this. Cause it, and I love this concept. The Tusculan Disputations 
is basically him writing letters to his boy Brutus. Everybody was named Brutus back then too. Yeah, name, yeah. Hella, hella Brutus. There's, there's like there was like five names. Yeah, yeah. It's like Brutus <laughs> Caesar. I can't. I don't even know. That was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but uh, Cicero basically got five of his friends. And he went up to his villa because Cicero was state like politician, philosopher, orator, all these different things. And he had a villa. And I think he went there because he had like there was some point where he had like a horribly tragic series of events where like all his children died and like a whole bunch of bad shit and then he got really into philosophy and you know this that and the other he should hang out with job from the bible yeah exactly they said what's up with Uh, this am i right yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) no job was funny because for real it's like messenger comes followed by the next messenger followed and it's like your daughter your son (laughs) all your crops all your livestock it's like terrible Um, terrible that's that's what it's like though yeah sometimes yeah (laughs) but 2020 2020 exactly yeah Yeah, for real but um he just got five of his friends and they went up to the villa and they basically i I think i don't know what they did during the day but in the afternoon they retired to like this chamber by the way my dog i said this before okay a couple points actually my dog is chewing on this toy i don't i feel like it's gonna get picked up on the mic Second okay. point, it's been brought I can't to my. I hear it through here. Okay, that's that's good. Your, this, your mic is probably. Yeah, and this motherfucker yeah. is chewing loud. And okay. <laughs> it was brought to my attention that sometimes I like you know like not yell at my dog, but like I I chastise him, and <laughs> okay. and without I want to make clear without context because I think some people think I actually yell at him like I'm actually oh, yelling him. Yeah. If you motherfuckers knew how much I love and tend for this dog, this is nothing, Aww. bro. I'm just, I can yell at him. First off, I'm not even yelling. Also, I'm having an imaginary argument right now. But no, <laughs> somebody told me at one point that it sounded like I was being... Why mean. do you yell at your dog? Come on now. I'll yeah. be your straw man <laughs> yeah, he, for the moment. Because <laughs> this motherfucker is chewing on shit he shouldn't really be chewing on. And he, okay, and he waits until I start the <laughs> podcast or until I start my book review he I, just he just wants to be included yeah i guess he's, but, he's got stuff to say he also mm, read the lottery exactly or maybe yeah, he's exactly. a fan of cicero i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah ex- exactly um because he's chewing voraciously right now There's, okay chill chill motherfucker <laughs> how do you see everyone i'm gonna get just floods of emails now just saying stop you anyway he get touch you with disputations he gets five people in the afternoon, they retire to their chamber and just have dial. They just talk. Like he's like, one of you pose me a question, and then they basically have like a Socratic dialogue where he's oh, like, nice. okay. "Well, what about this? This, the blah blah blah." And yeah. they're like, you know, it's like that whole thing, but it works extra well because Cicero is like an orator. Yeah. And apparently, when he's but the form of the story is interesting because he's like writing a letter to Brutus, and then he recounts their entire conversation. And it's like, did you, are, do you just have like super memory or at this point, are you just like doing something else? You know what I mean? Are you just like, yeah, that's, that would be a weird way to go about having a social interaction. Like imagine like you go to coffee with your buddy and then like later in the day, you like write down everything that you remember happening. Yeah. And then it's just like, here's, that seems like a therapy tactic. Yeah. And then they funny. can be like, I don't remember saying that. Why yeah. Would you get a, like, I, I said, I yeah, know. no, no. Look at my disputations. Yeah. I never said yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but also, what this would be crazy to receive as a letter, though. I'm Because he just sent it to like, his friend Brutus. And it's like, yeah. dude, you tell me like this amazing piece of literature just 
you just receive as a letter, but anyway. It's normal. It's fine. It's whatever. Um, <laughs> just I'm like reading casual. A, I'm reading a couple other things, too. I won't, I feel like I would talk too long about disputations, but Cosmos is another thing I'm reading by Carl okay. Sagan. Oh, okay. Nice. And it's fucking good. It's really good. It's like popular science shit, but yeah. it's Carl Sagan just has a way, first off, of breaking concepts down that are, like, hard, not only just into ways you can understand, but invoking like the wonder of it like i'm inspired by this shit that's good that, i feel like that should be i mean i don't want to say like this is how popular science writing should be or whatever but i feel like that's helpful to people it is to like absolutely. get them to like get you on board with concepts that might not be like your main thing yeah no um, abs- this is exactly how i think science for all science writing should be is carl yeah. like carl sagan we just need more carl sagan's for nice. but <laughs> in, in every in every field but uh yeah anyway that's those are some of the some of the books i'm reading right now so nice yeah okay well shall we move on to shirley jackson sure let's do it okay so i'll just give a i'll give a little bit of a little bit of background as always shirley jackson born in 1916 uh pretty early actually but and and died at the age of 48 due to a heart condition and apparently really i didn't yeah it's pretty realize that that was what we were dealing with okay yeah, yeah pretty pretty early um and this is back in the day too so first off she was like a heavy smoker not not okay. good. And I'm reading some of her other stories, right? That's actually another book I'm reading is The Lottery and Other Stories by her. Okay, nice. And a lot of her characters smoke, which is funny. Um, it's just part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think that's that's always interesting, like what little habits come up in, in people's writing. Um, yeah. Just like little ordinary stuff. I, <laughs> as an aside, um, occasionally I notice that in my own writing, people just go to sleep. Like, if I don't know what to do with them, I'm just like, you can go to sleep now. Yeah, yeah. Um, or they, like, crack their knuckles or something, because I, I do that. Anyway. Yeah, So, yeah, anyway, no. Shirley Jackson. No, that's some, that's some, Freud, that's some Freudian, uh, <laughs> yeah. what, what is it like when something, like, emerges to the surface from the yeah, unconscious? Yeah, but, yeah, But, nice, yeah, okay. Um, so, oh, okay, but then it's like, so she had some, she had some, and she also had really bad anxiety problems, but this could have had to do with the fact that she had been prescribed both this is back in the day when this was like normal barbiturates and amphetamines oh boy which is what we would call a vicious cycle (laughs) yeah that's it it certainly couldn't have helped her health problems no uh, or her anxiety problems couldn't have helped anything one might say it exacerbated everything yeah i would i would guess maybe (laughs) yeah so that's uh that's some that's interesting Uh, but uh despite all this she wrote six novels over 200 short stories many of which were adapted to films and went on to go win a number of literary awards she inspired writers such as neil gaiman joyce carol oates stephen king really i feel like just i mean that makes sense yeah Yeah, it it does yeah. yeah and among her two novels are two which i have not written but i have beautiful copies of both of them these are the oh, ones good. she's most famous for. The Haunting of Hill House. Yes. Which is like one of the... Yeah. Widely recognized as like one of the best supernatural yeah. stories ever written. And then We Have I Always Lived... That, actually. That, same. Yeah. Same. Anyway. Literally. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I've been... I'm feeling... Because also another story, which I've been hearing like in just... Ran, there's a couple podcasts I listen to where they're like... These motherfuckers read like crazy. Jake and Marlon read Dead People is one of them. Okay. 
And um, that's a what, great that's a title. Yeah, it is. Okay. And what, no, no, I actually <laughs> highly recommend it because like one of okay. them, one of them is like uh, author, like Man Booker Prize winning author, like, and the other one's like his editor. And anyway, they okay. read they read yeah. a fuck ton, obviously. And yeah. they both are like, this is like a perfect book. That's what they say okay. uh, about uh, we have always lived in the castle. Which okay. is like a yeah, psychological yeah. thriller mystery. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I need to get on both of these. Yeah. Especially because I'm reading Shirley Jackson right now, her other stories, and it's like this. This is fire. This is she slept like. I feel like the lottery kind of eclipses her other st- her other works. Yeah, because everybody reads it in middle school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. And it's. I almost feel like that's the reason I've avoided Shirley. Not even avoided, yeah. but just haven't read is because it's like. I have the bad taste in my mouth from it being like school, you know. That's so real. That's yeah, absolutely. But no, no, this is. It's weird. It's weird how that happens because it's yeah. like they give you stuff to read in middle school because it's like you gotta be exposed to like good writers, but mm. then they become like middle school writers, which yeah. is kind of unfair to them. Yeah, it's um, exactly. And then like but then you, you have I like guess you really, a lot of people like don't keep reading after school. So yeah, it's a tough. It it's got to be a tension. But, it's got to be a tension between like wanting to give them good literature, but then not wanting to ruin good literature by making it yeah. an assignment you know definitely but uh anyway so yeah uh shirley jackson anyway so yeah she's she's just a very prolific famous and excellent writer and the story we're talking about today the lottery was published on june 26th 1958 which just interest so the the day of the actual story of the lottery starts on june 27th Yep. So it's interesting that this That's was interesting. Yeah, published the day before and which had to have been crazy because it was published in of all places the New Yorker, which was like yeah. not a yep. common thing, not necessarily the story you'd expect to be there. Yeah. And they received like an insane amount of hate mail or mail but most really? of it hate mail. Yeah, more literally the mo- it was the most mail the New Yorker had ever received for a piece of fiction ever. Why? It, it, I mean it's I, creepy it's, as hell. Like I yeah. I guess if you hate creepy shit and it and it clearly the story clearly touched a nerve i feel like that has to do with why it's taught in middle schools like there's something about this story that just is like kind of enchanting and especially too i feel like we have to keep in mind they didn't know what they were getting into that's true And, and the story when you read it it's like very on the surface very I don't is innocuous the word like it yeah. seems like you, it, it's it, like it's oh it's very cool. just like sort of ordinary like slice Unas- of life yeah very unassuming while. and then it's like whoa yeah even her mother didn't like it in fact and apparently she had a bad relationship with her mother like because mm. she had her too soon and like wanted to spend time with her quote unquote dashing husband like she said that uh, and uh, clearly that's... showed favoritism to her huh. son too and this is just um, so Shirley Jackson among all the mail she got said. Uh, from her mom dad and I did not care at all for your story in the New Yorker it does not seem dear or it does seem dear that this gloomy kind of story is what all you young people think about these days why don't you write something to cheer people up (laughs) this is just funny because it's like the lottery bro like it's it's like Shirley Jackson so why don't you write something to cheer people why don't you it's not not her stuff wow (laughs) that's that's such a classic though isn't it like i feel like every emo teenager has heard that before and just like anybody who goes into like like a lot of people who go into sort of darker art stuff when they're even adults it's just why do you have to why do you have to hang out in the in the creepy angsty shit like so open the blinds turn some light on yeah 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 yeah, exactly okay i don't know if that's true yeah you missed (laughs) i think you're missing the point jack shirley jackson's mom but uh so among other things the union of south africa banned the story 
like oh, wow. I don't know even know exactly what the, like just no the lottery is not allowed here <laughs> and I think it had in part to do I read that part of it might have been because okay wait okay sorry I'm <laughs> I'm cutting out everything I just said I'm cutting out okay. everything I just okay. said because I totally just we can, we can bring that back yeah I totally <laughs> just spoiled the plot but uh the, the so I'm definitely cutting that out but okay. so the union of South Africa did ban the story for reasons we can talk about later I wonder why yeah hmm. and uh <laughs> Also, the uh, hometown of Shirley Jackson has June 27th as Shirley Jackson Day, based off of, That's like, great. the... Yeah, That's, yeah. That, what a weird thing. Although, apparently, that. this is one of those things, too, though, because apparently, like, she was outcast from the town and everything, and it's always like, do they love you when you're gone, never while yeah. you're there. Yeah. So. Wow. That's um, complicated. But but Shirley Jackson Day, June twenty seventh. I'll be celebrating. I'll be celebrating this yes. year by wonder, partake by partaking how. in a lottery of my own, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just some. I'll, I'll gather in the town square. Yeah, yeah, I think exactly. That's, uh, that's exactly. my plan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rigging that shit too. But yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna be Mr. Summers, and I'm finna. But, Smart. Smart. <laughs> But, uh, so it was featured, the, the lottery is mentioned in an episode of The Simpsons, where apparently everyone's trying to, like, win an actual lottery, and then everyone in the town goes and buys, like, the lottery by Shirley Jackson, and then there's a newscaster that says, of course, the book does not contain any hints on how to win the lottery. It is, rather, a chilling tale of conformity gone mad. And it's like, yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. <laughs> And, but that's just funny, The Simpsons, you know, and uh, it was... What? Par- hmm. I should I should look into that. I've seen, like, I watched every episode of The Simpsons through season, like, 23 oh, no way. or, like, some insane Holy thing. shit, that's crazy. Um, yeah. I, I should, I've, I've been wanting, one. The Simpsons is something I've been wanting to uh, visit. Cause I haven't, I've seen, like, episodes here and there, but it's funny, yeah. it always gets mentioned in, like, when I'm just doing stuff about, like, literature, it always seems to get... Like, major pieces of literature and philosophy seem to be mentioned in The Simpsons, which is interesting. Like, Homer. His name is literally Homer, which I'm assuming, I I don't know. Yeah. Not to mention Springfield. I I tried to figure out why that was for a while, and I still don't really know. I'm um, I'm assuming it's because Homer is, like, also me having not seen The Simpsons, but he's just the perfect contrast between, like, the greatest literary writer in the history of yeah western canon and then like homer and then it's just homer of the simpsons you know yeah uh, the the, but um so yeah it was also parodied in an episode of south park there's a place in (laughs) yeah apparently i forget what episode look it up if you're interested but uh in fallout new vegas the video game there's like a place called vault 11 which does like something very similar to like the lottery that Mm. takes place in the story inspiration for marilyn manson's music video for the song man that you fear Okay. And, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and like we said, yeah. it's literally taught in basically every middle school across at least the United States. Yeah. So, um, yep, yeah, that's just some instances of the lottery in, in pop culture. But now I will ask you, what were your general impressions of just reading the story this time around? Yeah. Or so, if you can remember, to how you first reacted to it, if you right, can remember. Right. So... I can't super remember how I first reacted to it, which my initial instinct, like having read like the first 500 words or something of it was that I really wish that I could remember what it was like to read it the first time yeah, and not seriously. know what was going on. Um, Cause I think, I think when I first read it, I had a little bit of an impression of like, Oh, this is going to be boring. Yeah. Cause like, 
It's just sort of slice of life. It's kind of ordinary. People are gathering. School is out for the summer, but the children haven't quite settled into it yet. Yeah, this um, that, this is I'm the genius like, of the story, by the way. Yeah, is, yeah, is that? But yeah, um, I just I guess I hadn't read enough things at the time to to realize that that they could shake it up quite in this way. Yeah. I don't remember if my teacher gave us like a a warning that it was going to be surprising. Some context, yeah. Um, yeah, but I started reading it and I was like, all right, this is going to be like kind of dull, kind of mundane, kind of whatever, but fine. But yeah, I don't I don't remember the rest of what I thought um, when I when I read it the first time. But this time through, I was definitely picking up on like the the very kind of weird anxieties that don't seem like they would be regular things for a lottery cuz yeah. like it feels like they're just talking about it as a lottery and it feels pretty ordinary and then you know there's there's some anxiousness and i'm like okay that that could be just because people want to win the lottery yeah because lottery really implies across. like when you, you there's something a prize to be won yeah. some, some reward to be gained you know yep. but yep. yeah so having so knowing how it ended before i even started at this time i think it didn't hurt it at all because it's one of those stories that obviously is like really really great and so you read it multiple times and it gains something every time yeah um but i also i wish that i had a, a clearer memory <laughs> of what it was like the first i know time it's kind of interesting how it's like this is a very shocking story and then to read it in middle school and yet i just like you i don't really have a, a memory of it i like i knew yeah. semantically as we say i knew what was going to happen like i knew what yeah. happened in the story but i have no memory of my reaction to it but i also have no memory of middle school in general really so right. yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah no I feel like same with you one of the things I noticed about it this time around was just like the almost like the creeping nature of the horror like yeah working its way into the story and you can't tell where it is or why it is but it's like something there's a vibe in the air that yeah. is like not good and yeah. but you can't you can't place why or you know if you we know what happens but even even knowing what happens it's like it's the it's the aggregation of all these little, very little things that like add to this, that can, that make this, make up this like vibe of unease, which like Shirley Jackson does wonderfully. But, and you know, it's like the, the contrast between like the whole thing. It's like you said, slice of life, very like friendly. It's very like polite. It is. And, and but underneath, it's very like small town, yes. like Midwestern maybe. I don't know. Like just... she nails that beautifully yeah. and and but then like you get the and it's Shirley Jackson so we know that there's like a real like horror lurking yeah. lurking beneath the surface but you can't quite figure out what it is until of course yeah until you do yeah. yep okay well <clears throat> shall we jump into the actual story sure yeah let's do it okay so the first line is the morning of june 27th was clear and sunny with the fresh warmth of a full summer day the flowers were blossoming profusely and the grass was richly green so just that right off the bat sets it up what a lovely day exactly the Beautiful flowers day. are blooming the grass yeah. is green Beauti early summer full exactly like it's yeah, clear like sunny. full summer i guess yeah so. it, exactly and this is something i've noticed in a couple of her other stories particularly the the summer people is that what it's called or because yeah the summer people i think i'm just confused because it said the summer okay. full summer yeah anyway yeah. starts out with a beautiful day things go south but uh yeah 
it's it's the it's the contrast. It sets it up right, and it's like it's very chill. It's like you said, it's almost like a, it's almost like kind of fun field trip vibes almost because everybody's yeah. everybody's gathered in the square for like this lottery and everyone's yep. like talking with each other and yeah they start also, out with yeah. the the like it is like to to sort of enhance that like it does also start out um with the focus on the children in the second paragraph and they're mm-hmm. you know they're out of school it's like summer camp like they're just kind of hanging yeah. out like there's a there's a there's a hint of something a little funny because they're like um, the, fi- the feeling of liberty sat uneasily on most of them. Um, but you don't, at first you're just like, oh, it's just cause they're freshly out of school. They don't, right. they're not used to summer yet. You're not, there's no reason that they yeah, <laughs> yeah, be exactly. concerned. Um, Did, that's, yeah. you're right. That's even cause it's like, uh, you know, the word uneasy, that's not really, I feel like the vibe of when you get out of, you know, when kids yeah. get onto summer school, uneasiness has nothing to do no, with it. You know, no. So, but, but you don't really think that you definitely don't really think anything about that when you first read it. It's like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, yeah. what, like whatever yeah. Liberty of summer vacation, you know, like yeah. whatever. There have been like occasionally summers in my, my school days when I'm just like, man, I don't know what to do with myself now. Yeah, I was like exactly. working really hard. Like now I don't know what to do, but yeah, it's kind of an atypical, uh, reaction. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's, it's harmless and it's like a normal enough yeah. thing. Right. But you could imagine it making yeah. sense. And it's also just a little line, like out of yeah. nowhere. And it's like in the middle of everything. Otherwise it's like people are gathering in the lottery and it's like, literally you have like kids playing games. Like they've got like a pile of stones that they're guarding from one another. Yep. And then you've got like little girls just like talking amongst themselves. And the parents are just talking about like among other things, planting and rain tractors and taxes that's what yep. that's what she says it's very it's <laughs> like we regular regular small town folks everyday stuff, stuff. yeah yep. and there's kind of there's like an interesting energy though where everyone's you know this is not like a normal thing everyone is gathered for this like community event yep right and uh so then we learned too that the lottery was conducted as were the square dances the teenage club the halloween program by mr summers who had time and energy to devote to civic activities i love it that his name is mr summers yeah there's a couple things with names going on here but yeah Yeah. mr summers who's running the whole thing and it's like you know the lottery is literally thrown in the same sentence as square dancing the teenage club and the halloween program yep so So, it feels it feels very much just like an ordinary sort of event like yeah exactly there's no reason to to think about this it's a lottery what could yeah what could this it's it's another civic activity yeah yeah which now i'm just like what are what the hell are they doing in their square dance yeah one of these things (laughs) is not uh, like the other yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah. but (laughs) yeah so then we learn a little bit about like the lottery itself as everyone's kind of gathering in the square and everything and we learned that the original paraphernalia for the lottery had been lost long ago Yes. And there's little things where it's like Mr. Summers. So there's like this black box involved with the the lottery process. And he, he and it's like breaking down and shit. And he had pitch making a new box. But no one liked to upset even as much tradition as was represented by the black box. There was a story that the present box had been made with some pieces of the box that had preceded it. The one that had been constructed when the first people settled down to make a village here. Yeah. So, yeah, basically we're learning that the lottery has almost like these ancient origins. Like this is a tradition and a practice that has been in place since the very original days of the first settlement of people. And it's like people don't like to change 
anything about this tradition. They are they are resistant to any change with this process. Right. It's it gives it a very religious feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Um which starts to indicate that there's something a little bit interesting going on with this black box. Yep. But you're still kind of like, well, you know, sometimes towns have their their traditions yeah, exactly. that matter to them. You don't like get that into it. Yeah. Um there's yeah. a there's a point later on with the old man. Um, old man Warner. Old he's man a, Warner. He's a, he's a little shit, bro. He sure is. He sure is. <laughs> he's, he's but funny. um Pack I don't fools. Yeah, so there's a there's a part later on um where old man Warner is is talking about the the changes um, to the town and listening to the young folks, nothing's good enough for them. Next thing you know, they'll be wanting to go back into living in caves. Nobody work anymore. Yeah. Live that way for a while. And that's like, it kind of stood out as like a commentary on, on the tradition, which obviously this whole, this whole story is a commentary on traditions, but, um, like the box goes so far back. This tradition of this yeah. town goes so far back. Um, but it's like you have to go only only so far back <laughs> or it becomes like uncivilized again. But yet there's no sort of recognition of potentially the hypocrisy of keeping to a tradition that is very, very old and is a little little questionable. Suspect, morally <laughs> suspect. But yeah, yeah. No, old, old Man Warner is very much like the spirit of like not keep preserving the tradition as yes. it was originally laid out by like the original like settlers of this place else you know maybe because there's and we should talk about the idea of like the the lottery because because you know it's very like we even learned that they've switched out they used to use chips of wood but now they use slips of paper he said you know chips of wood were all very well when the village was tiny but now that the population was more than 300 it was necessary to use something that would fit more easily into the black box yeah like the it's it's a very and we should talk about this if we can remember the 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 nature of the ritual yeah. of like this lottery event is I feel like it was very different. Like so with yes. over three hundred people versus, you know, you can imagine it back then when it was yeah. a smaller, tight knit community. It first yeah. off, that's even more unnerving. Yeah. But uh yeah, like it could be that because he says without the lottery we might go into like you will what, go back and live in caves, right? Like there's yeah. something yeah. there's yeah. something about this this lottery ritual that was at least back then important for some reasons and i I have some i have some ideas about that okay we'll we'll say well yeah Yeah. we'll we'll save that for i yeah i'd be curious to know so Um, but but yeah there is like a like a heavy emphasis on uh the ways that the ritual has changed which is yeah it's it's interesting because it is it feels like it feels antiquated (laughs) yeah um but then she's she's very almost like obsessed with telling us the ways that it is not the same as it used to be um, years and years ago, this part of the ritual had been allowed to lapse. This also had changed with time. Yeah, yeah. So and much we of learned the ritual to... had been forgotten or discarded. Like, yeah, it's, it's exactly. Clearly, clearly, it is not. It's a tradition, but it's not the tradition it once was. Yeah, no. And this is this is the thing. To, this is where actually I'm noticing because it's like okay, the tradi- the the lottery back then like they knew what they were doing it for you get the idea here whereas now it's like people have forgotten the origins like they're letting the original thing like parts of the original tradition like you said be allowed to laugh like there used to be um a recital of some sort performed by the official of the lottery a perfunctory tuneless chant 
And yeah. it's like there's all these little things that are getting bits of pieces that are getting discarded and like shaven off from it to the point where it's like, you know, the people nowadays don't even necessarily realize why they're performing like they are stuck Absolutely. in tradition which is a yeah. qualitative difference between like you know what old man warner is talking about where like what the lottery might have meant to the people back then yeah so which i think yeah we should definitely come come yeah. back to that because the it's... other one one last thing before we move on from mm-hmm. that i i feel like when i was reading this i kept sort of defaulting to the idea that this is just a thing that this one town does. But then, like, in the very first paragraph, it's, like, around 10 o'clock. In some towns, there were so many people that the lottery took two days and had to be started on June 16th. But in this village, where there were only about 300 people, the whole lottery took only about two hours. So it could begin at 10 o'clock in the morning and still be... So... Wait, like, wait, also, sorry, just to finish yeah. that line, so they can still basically be be home in time for noon dinner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking wild. Exactly. There's so many things in this that is just like, oh, yeah, it's going to be, like, after it's over, like, people just go back to their lives. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. Exactly. It's whatever. It's, like, very normal. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't that's, be put again, off of your of lunch. <laughs> that's, that's again, the, the, the beauty of it. And the nonchalance of the lottery, too, contributes to, like, why are you guys even doing this? Because I can yeah. kind of think of maybe a case for why... Or I can at least plausibly think of like the the ritualistic aspect of it back in the day where they know what they're doing and everything, but now they've just forgotten forgotten its origins. But yeah, yeah it's also like you say though, there this is something across village like the geography yeah. of this of this fictional world is interesting. Yeah, like, it's like unclear how how widespread is this a thing in this like is this a totally different world right. that they like everybody is this is just like a thing that happens in the world, or is this like a specific like close-knit locality region yeah yeah yeah. because like i know like there's there's places in this country where like there's very isolated pockets um of people where things are a little weird (laughs) yeah things get weird yeah (laughs) Yeah. for sure for sure so you could you could picture it as like sort of a like something that goes on in in the hills somewhere like is this a societal thing like like you know all the ancient greeks or whatever practiced rituals or some shit is it like this where all like the whole civilization is doing it or is it some isolated like weird place that's been cut off and has been doing like this weird like strange ritual like so yeah that's that's interesting and then we learn later that you know some of the villages are giving it up the lottery some of them have given it up together already which old man warner does not like and everything but so yeah so it does kind of and and again to like bring in the sort of religious angle which i feel like i'm always doing but we also read these stories that have these they are they're asking for it they're they're Um, asking for it yeah Yeah. um it kind of shifts it from feeling like a cult like a small low-level cults to being more like either like a a, a large cult <laughs> yeah, or yeah. like which i guess it, it at would that be point maybe. it's just a society um, or something yeah yeah or a town. so yeah but yeah yeah no there's yeah. definitely religious overtones which i i feel like we need a part of part of that discussion we'll have yeah. to wait till the the ending is, is revealed but definitely. there's for sure even just like with some like <clears throat> some of the names and like the, the yeah, num- numbers absolutely. that are mentioned but so, okay, anyway, we learned a little bit about the lottery, cool, and then we get the arrival of what you could say is our main character, Miss yeah. Miss Hutchinson. Yeah. And this is, uh, I also, it's it's going to weird, be weird almost to even just say this line, but 
the the nonchalance of it is what is key you know she she yes. comes back she's a little late she slips in through the back of the crowd and says clean forgot what day it was she said to miss Delacroix, and they both laughed softly thought my old man was out back stacking wood and then i looked out the window and the kids was gone and then i remember it was the 27th and came a running you know like what well, like you know she I, was just honestly when i got to the end i couldn't remember if she was this person because all the names are so just like ordinary names yeah. and like i knew that someone had arrived late but i ha- even knowing where it went i didn't recognize that yeah. she was the person because yeah, exactly. it feels so ordinary yes the whole um, thing she's just yeah that whole thing too just gives the vibe of like i'm running a little late to like this yeah. little meeting and yeah. you know and it's like they're just so much it, like the small talk politeness at small town vibe pervades through like everything and this is another like weird yeah. but like mr summers for instance he's just wearing like you know clean white shirt blue jeans and he's he says with one hand resting carelessly on the black box and he's basically just making small talk but like the image for that to me is like like perfect you know the, yep. the hand just carelessly laying on this black box which we know you know it right. is not it's, something to yeah. be careless you, you don't have like a careless attitude around it and he's just the, making small yeah. talk like like it's like it's nothing like you can just picture in in, in his freaking blue jeans and his white shirt <laughs> you know like like it's like he's do like he's running the teenage club like For this real. is boy scouts or some shit you know bizarre it's really wild it's just so normal exactly yeah and and again i think this is actually really where the the genius of the story lies like whoever's whoever's listening to this that hasn't read it or if you're just interested you you should go and read it because it's Mm -hmm. in it's in the little lines that aren't quite worth like you know but it's like so for it like there's a part where miss hutchins so she comes late and she's working her way through the crowd to her husband and it says the people separated good humoredly to let her through two or three people said and voices just loud enough to be heard across the channel here comes your Mrs. Hutchinson and Bill. She made it after all. Like it's like these little corny ass remarks, you know. Yep. Like they're just joshing with each other. Like, hey, look, Bill, your your wife ended. She showed up after all. Like, and it's just like some stup- it's like yeah, because like you could picture like I could picture being someone not from the society. Like somebody might deliberately not show up because they don't want to participate in this. Right. Because why would you want to participate in this? Um. So if somebody isn't there. I would be like, oh, it's clearly because they ran the fuck away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> But exactly. no, she just forgot. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, the, and again, this is what we'll have to talk about later, but the the unanimous participation yeah. by everybody in this totally lottery. Totally voluntarily. Every year. You, I, like, there's no mention, at least, and you have a feeling if there was, Old Man Warder would have brought it up, of anybody yeah. leaving, of anybody no. refusing to participate. Right. Which is, yeah, which is which is a crazy... And then, con- like, some towns gave it up. Like, the, the impression is kind of that they just sort of... They just, like, forgot. Like, everybody just kind of was like, eh, what if we just didn't this year? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. whatever, rather than some, like, huge concerted, like, political movement or right, whatever. Right, right, right. Um, it just sort of fell out of practice. Yeah. yeah. Like, they've reached a point where they've done it so much without knowing what's behind it where they're like, you know, why are we doing this again? Like, maybe yeah, we, yeah maybe we should just shouldn't, yeah. you know. But, <laughs> yeah, so, but it's a, a, it's hard to overstate how much the the little Shirley and she does this in her other stories too she nails I think she's like a master of like just like dialogue and organic like conversation Mm -hmm. while like slipping in very subtly like major things that like you don't even realize that you've ingested until after the fact yeah it's really elegant it is she is elegant yes normal that it's just clean as hell yeah exactly (laughs) yeah 
And I also just briefly, like, speaking of, of uh, Miss Hutchinson reuniting with her, her husband, the, the whole sort of narrative of the beginning, the sort of plot of it is kind of these different groups of people, like the children, the women, and the men, all kind of congregating separately and then dispersing from those groups into their family unit groups yeah. such that it becomes very, like, this emphasis is on the family, like the nuclear family. I don't know that's if that's so appropriate true. for the time period, but, like, yeah. nuclear family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And in that, yeah. But that capture is almost, like, the almost unconscious. Like, you, if this were to be a real event, you could imagine everybody mingling. And yep. then, like, once once it's time for the lottery to start, start people just gradually making their way back to their respective parties because it's, like, yep. they know. Because that is obviously – so, yeah, like, pretty shortly after that, the lottery begins. And yep. In which case, you know, the, the household is an important aspect of that. But, yeah, yeah it's almost – it's, it's like – It gives a sense of, like, the different angles of social groups. Like, yeah. you're, you're sort of social group by choice and then you're official – tight-knit family unit yeah it's again it's um, almost like it's almost like not quite but something again like field trip vibes or some shit where it's like mm-hmm, imagine you have mm-hmm. your own like designated group like there's red group blue group yellow group yeah, or some shit with definitely. their own like you know camp counters or whatever but in the beginning everyone's just like talking amongst themselves yeah. and then it's yeah. like as the thing gets going then you go back to your respective like group but uh, so yeah, this, so now the the lottery begins, and and it's again I'm gonna keep saying it, but the nonchalance of it all. So it says, "Well, now, Mister Summer said soberly, guess we better get started, get this over with, so as we can get back to work, right? Like it's just get this thing to, to yeah. yeah, it's this thing it's just to the thing just, they gotta get through. And also the fact that it's like them wanting to get it over with so they can yep. get back to work implies the fact that it's like what what you know they don't even want to be doing this really. Yeah, they're not like or they're not thinking excited. about it. Yeah, not, it's a chore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, a real, we can talk about this later, but I think a real ritual is very much like you are spiritually present. There right. is like spiritual intention behind it. Yep. And that that is not at all. This is just a There's a, a no chore. impression that this is like going to lead to something that will change no. either. Like right. the vibe right. is, the vibe is not ritually. Like the, y- obviously yes. the ritual itself is a ritual, but the, the energy of the townspeople is not ritualistic. It's not spiritual. There's no kind of like oh, well, at the end of this, we won't have to work anymore for, like, a few months or anything. Yeah. Like, there's no kind of they, indication they, they that will, there's anything that this or, does. like, there's going to be no psychological transformation right. or anything mm-hmm. like that. You don't get the vibe, at least. Right. And, mm-hmm. again, it's just something to... It's, like, a tr- it's almost like them... It's almost like a kid is getting roped into, like, having to do, like, some family tradition that they don't yep. want to do. And, like, okay, let's just get this over with. Like, you have yep. to go take pictures to do your Christmas card, and then we yeah. can, like, go back <laughs> exactly. to our lives. And exactly. so, so, you know, the, the lottery starts and everyone basically is just instructed to just draw a piece of paper out of this, out yeah. of this black box and just to, Specifically just to hold on to it. by family unit. Like there's yeah. this whole emphasis on like, um, the who, men draw who for the draws. Yeah, yeah. The man yeah, yeah. draws for the family. But if you're like a, if you're a boy who's old enough right. and your father isn't there's available rules. or something, yeah, then, then, yeah. Or if, or if you're. You know, the guy with the broken leg, wife draws for her husband. Yeah, yep, exactly. Um, it's so specific. And there's weird, <laughs> there's weird little, and it, it's revealed so slowly, but little cultural norms, you know, like yep. there, there's one where it's like the, there's a kid who you get is like a, like a awkward teenager who's like just now of age. And yep. it's like, he's going to be drawing for the family and everyone's, you know, yep. like good man, like, you know, good man, yep. good man. Yep. Like, so that his mom Which doesn't I, have to draw, you know, like exactly. And like at the at the time when I was reading this, knowing where it was going, 
but not the details of how it got there. I was just like, oh, is it like, if he draws, does that mean he's the only one up for being chosen? Yeah. But no, it's it's purely just the ritual of who's who's grabbing it, right, which puts right. so much emphasis on the act of, of grabbing yeah. a piece there's, of paper. There's the element of chance, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's when it's you having to grab that piece of paper it feels like that is the most yep. momentous decision you can make you know it, yep. it is in some even though you have no idea which paper is yep. the quote-unquote winner it's it's incumbent on your decision that will Im- impact whether you know like you exactly. there's a lot of weight of responsibility so the sun's getting up to do it is there's, like yeah there's the huge responsibility of total randomness right and like that that comes through in other ways i think as well because like when they're sort of gathering around the box they have to move it and people are like, no, they don't want to get close to it. Yeah. Like people are, and it's like that. It can't, it can't do anything. It's just a box. It's just yeah. a box with paper in it. But people are like, I don't, I don't know about this. And then later on, obviously, there's. You didn't. You didn't give him enough time to choose yeah, a piece of paper. Right. Right. <laughs> so, and um, yeah. the the thing with the people, like, because there's a part two again, just masterful, where I think Mr. Summer, Mr. Summers is like, can I get a, can I get a couple hands here, folks? You know, yeah. like he needs some help with the box. First off, just that little, can I get some help? Like, calm people, folks. Like, there's no formality to this at all. No. But when he says that, people, there's a slight hesitation. People say to to go yep. help with the box, but yep. but the element of randomness too. I feel like a good comparison is like when, I, or at least me, because when I like. I'll be playing like card games with my sister, like gin mm-hmm. or some shit. And it's like, you know, cut the deck. And I yeah. take that shit very seriously. Like yep. I'll, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to cut it here. And then I'm like, wait, 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 no, I'm going to cut it here. Yep. And, and to me, it's like the way in which I cut it seems to have, even though it doesn't, you know, it obviously but, has yeah. for all intents and purposes has no, it's completely random, but it feels but like then, there's that weight yeah. of decision. And then also like people, I mean, lottery gambling, like people with right. gambling get very intense about like, which, you know what numbers i mean with lotteries what numbers you're going to select right. for the lottery right um or, the manner of you know, choosing which random yeah. element you're going to pick seems important yeah whether or not it really is but it right. definitely seems that but it, way. it feels it gives yeah. you this impression that you're you're doing something exactly um, yeah. that that can be i guess comforting yeah. maybe <laughs> or debilitating exactly you know it seems awful because it's like you know com- comforting in the sense that you have some agency but then like yeah. e- equally you know because then yeah. even though you don't like the weight of your decision right now is going to determine yeah. something important yeah. <laughs> something important i and- wonder if mr summers is like casualness around the box and around all of this is in part due to the fact that he's one of the ones that puts it together. Right. So he has more of like an intimate knowledge of how random and unspecial it is. Yeah. So to him, it, it might feel more random and less like significant. Yeah. Um, Although it's like people. everybody has a sort of nonchalance about this. There That's is true. there is an uneasiness. Like there there definitely is. But like you know, it's people making small talk and shit yeah. before no, it's like, it's true. Do, do you it's even true. do? You, but but no, there is nonetheless something. Mr. Summers does seem at least with the box pre- itself. Like yeah. the box itself, he seems to be okay with. Yeah, because that other people are a little anxious. Because other people don't want to touch it, and he's got his hand right. laid on it carelessly, and yeah, right. he, he's the orchestrator of the whole thing, which yeah. yeah might give him some kind of familiarity with it. 
with that yeah. other people don't have. But also throughout this whole thing, he's explaining the directions and it says people were only like half listening because they've done this so yeah. many times. It's like, like very much like being on an airplane where they're just like, you should yes. check the, the safety card exactly. even if you fly a lot. And it's just like nobody, nobody's going to do that. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, so true. And then um, and so everyone's getting their name called and this is where it's like people are having little conversations and it's like yeah you know, they do say that over in the north village they're talking of giving up the lottery and then old man warder for he snorts he said pack of crazy <laughs> fools next thing you know like you said they'll be wanting to go back to living in caves nobody work anymore live that way for a while used to be a saying about lottery in june corn be heavy soon and then said, there's always been a lottery so that there's a lot of things going on there, which yeah. we can talk about later. But the the lottery in June, corn be heavy soon, definitely has like a ritualistic element. Definitely, to it. it definitely does. Which, which I don't want to yeah. get into the nature of it quite yet, because that could could lead to spoilers right. a little bit. But, but it is something. Definitely. It's ritualistic for sure. Like it is. That, that aspect. It is. It's the only. It's the only indication that there's any <clears throat> purpose to this. Yeah, all, yeah, exactly, really. exactly. Yeah. And then, there again, also, like you yeah, said... Yeah, just the conversations going on around this. There's that conversation. There's Mrs. Hutchinson being like, get up there, Bill. Yes, People near exactly. her left. Exactly. Mrs. Dunbar said to her older son, I wish they'd hurry. I wish they'd hurry. Like, yeah. God. <laughs> it's, it's this... It's seriously the nonchalance of it all. Get up there, yeah. Bill. Like, you're cracking a corny-ass joke yeah. like, in the presence of what get we know. Get on up there. Yeah. My, my and, everyone la- and everyone laughs, and it's like, oh, look, look, Bill, your 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 wife showed up after all. You know, yeah. like, the fuck? And uh. I, I will just say that it's, it's maybe a stretch, but, like, Old Man Warner, this is his 77th time in the lottery, he says. And just, you know, related, just another thing to table for later of the religious discussion obviously like the the symbology of the of the number seven in in yeah religion which which will which will be the whole lottery itself is like kind of representative of something which we will talk about yeah later it's also i mean age i think in a context like this one is interesting because yeah. it implies some things that we can talk about later also. yeah for sure and <laughs> it's like what the fuck like you know yeah they do this every year in fact somebody says like oh it feels like we just did the lottery last week yeah. you know it's yeah just, yeah and it's like 77 years doing this like we're dancing around what actually ultimately what what lies behind the lot what the winner of the lottery gets yeah but, uh yeah no that shit's interesting and especially when you consider it in the context of a close-knit group where Absolutely. back in the day, you know, now they have where they were able to use like big wood chips and now they have right. to use pieces of paper because there's so many and people. And there's there's so many people being 300, which is still like yeah. not very many people. It's not. It's not. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So to think about to think about a, a previous era when there might have been, I don't know, 40. I don't yeah. know how many people Ex- exactly. in small towns. Yeah, it's not like, clear. It's not clear. Yeah. It's not clear. Yeah. But you get the idea it was like a whole order of magnitude less or some shit. Like, yeah. you know, but which changes the nature of it so much. But we'll we'll talk about that yeah. um, afterward. But so then we find out basically long story short, Bill Hutchinson, Tessie Hutchinson's husband has selected the piece of paper. Yep. The, she, his family so they narrow it down more but now we know that the family has been selected for to win this lottery yeah. to, to win it's interesting that everybody takes the piece of paper but they don't look at it yeah. until everyone has their paper yep. like that everybody would have that kind of restraint exactly yeah, is it, yeah. Is, it is it part of the is it part of the rules or is right. it like yeah exactly 
But yeah, so yeah, so Bill Hutchinson. It has contributes been to the feeling of randomness that they don't yeah. just sort of you don't pull it and then look because otherwise it would be like process of elimination. Half of the town wouldn't even bother to draw. Yeah. Um, yeah. Potentially. Exactly. Um, right. Right. And then yeah. every every paper that you know is not the winner. Yeah. Basically increases the probability that. Yep. like every paper after you know so and then as you get nearer and nearer to the end if it hasn't been then it's like you you know you know you almost know who's going to be win which yeah which defeats the purpose of the the randomness yeah. and the anonymity but so the hutchinson family drawn for by bill hutchinson has been selected which just tessie bro you were asking for it she said get on up there bill I know, you crack I a know. joke during this shit and you know old man <laughs> Warner even s- up late yeah yes she's just, exactly she's, she's Ooh, too yeah. casual yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, in fact let's talk about that again in in context of one, one of my later interpretations okay. of what yeah. this is but um it's almost well i, I don't want to say shit but uh, uh <laughs> okay <laughs> but old man i will say old, old man warner um is pissed basically throughout this whole thing because he's yeah. like every, you know it's bad enough mr summers is cracking jokes people aren't doing it like they used to be it's not the way it used to be and it's like you know people are like casual about it now whereas you get the idea back then there had some seriousness to it right and i wonder if tessie has committed some offense to you know dot dot Honestly, dot we'll we'll, we'll, yeah. revi- we'll we'll revisit i want to Okay. We'll, yeah, we'll come yeah. back no, to. No, that's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That's, I, yeah. Okay. I won't even say it yet, but yeah. but you know, so at this point, Tessie shouts basically, "You didn't give him enough time to take any paper he wanted. I saw you. It wasn't fair." And it's like, you know, bullshit. Girl, basically. girly, that's, it, that's not gonna help. It's, and, it's not gonna help. Also, it's like H. They're they're in like the middle of the alphabet. It's not like right. they were being rushed. Like you know, right. it's obviously like, and it doesn't matter anyway. It does. That's right. it. It's exactly. like we said. It's like the agency thing. It's like she she's yeah. acting as if he had more time. Like he he could have chosen the right piece of paper. You know, right. if, he, if he scouts out, if he had enough time to really look at all and these it's, different. It's like it's bro. interesting too that she's blaming like Mr. Summers right. for this. Like right. he he didn't give. Uh, Mr. Hutchinson enough time instead of like Bill you piece of shit you didn't pick yeah, the right piece of paper exactly right or whatever right, right. like it's it's this sort of well maybe if he had enough time and then picked the wrong paper it'd be well, his fault true. but he didn't even that's have true. enough time he didn't have enough time and, and, yeah and it was funny because she says she says later I think we ought to start over I tell you it wasn't fair you didn't give him time enough to choose everybody saw that she said it's like everybody yeah. saw you didn't give him enough. it's just and but then and then it's like. Everyone around her, is, they say, be a good sport, Tessie, Miss Delacroix said. And Miss Graves said, all of us took the same chance. Be a good sport. Be a good sport. It's such a wild fucking thing to say and, and about, it's, about it's this such, kind of situation. It's so casual. Exactly. It's just like, I'm telling you, it's like, that's where the beauty of this story lies, is the, like, the casualness of everything. Be a good sport is a totally, like chill like rant like remark like like this isn't what it is you know exactly it's like they it's like she lost it fucking basketball game or some shit because a foul because the ref called a bad foul right be a good sport but there's like there's no money on the line just be a good sport about it exactly (laughs) there's no stakes right but yeah don't let your pride get in the way okay Um, yeah and and then there's like a couple interesting things coming up here where it's like so Bill is selected for the family, right? Yes. And again, there's another rule where it's like the the daughters of the family draw with their husbands. Yes. Right? So so it's like so they said everybody took the same chance and then Tessie cries out, There's Don and Ava, make them take their chance. Don and Ava being their daughters. 
And it's yeah. like, are you nominating I, your dot? Like, it's it's weird. It's, and there's another it, it thing is. that happens later yeah. where it's like, it's like almost like the most selfish aspects of people come where you're turning even on yes. your own family kind of thing. Where Two it's of like, the children that are, that are, end up, that aren't like married, like laugh when they draw theirs. Yeah, because they... And it's the result that they wanted. And it's exactly. like... Exactly. Because so everybody... Uh, yeah, yeah, Nancy and Bill Jr. opened theirs at the same time and both beamed and laughed, turning around to the crowd and holding their slips of paper above their heads. Like, holy Like, fuck, it's a champion. Like, yes, look. Which is yeah. like, bro, do you... sign That do you, simultaneously means, you know... Do you, boom, yeah, boom, boom, do you, boom, boom, do you like, understand what One of your means. parents has won the lottery. And it's not a good uh, thing to win the lottery. No. And, yeah, and, and then there's just like so... There's... Again, the, this is the beauty and subtlety of Shirley Jackson's writing. But, you know, so like, so this is, so Bill Hutchinson draws and then the family has to redraw the papers, right? Yeah. Now they're seeing, so the family's been selected, who within the family is going to win the lottery. Yep. And then there's, there's, everyone's drawing again and there's just a great part. It says, Harry, you help little Dave. And then, so, because they've got like a little baby, infant, kid, yeah. whatever. And it says, Mr. Graves took the hand of the little boy who came willingly with him up to the box. Take a paper out of the box, Davy, Mr. Summer said. Davy put his hand into the box and laughed. Take just one paper, Mr. Summer said. It's like the the again, I, I keep saying it, but it's the nonchalance of you know, like yeah. like 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 he's misbehaving. Take just one paper. I know, and it's like clearly he has no idea. Yeah. Because if you knew if you understood, you would not yeah, take yeah. more than one paper anyway. But like <laughs> and the fact that like everybody in the town is up for nomination including you know kids tiny tiny kids little boys that need to be led by the hand like crazy yeah it it is what about like newborns like is there is there a line or is this just like exactly it it really makes you wonder it really makes you wonder and i i don't see why they would be excluded honestly no i I don't see why they'd be excluded And, you know, and then it's funny, too, is there's almost a sort of like, you know, because so we find everyone. So everybody opens their within the paper uh, within the family opens their paper. Like you said, Nancy and whatever, Bill Jr. They're beaming and laughing because they don't because they they didn't win the lottery. And everyone is relieved when they see that little Davy wasn't picked. Right. Okay. Which is weird because they have some notion of justice because or fairness because it's like, okay at least it wasn't the kid that won the lottery. It's like, but why? But then why have you thought about why you're doing this? and also the fact that like i mean you know that's that's great but also there's going to be repercussions for the kid right um, right right regardless so for sure mm. yeah yeah the like the psychological nature of the lottery is is interesting like well we can we can we can talk in fact we'll have to talk about that after but we're we're almost at the end here but yeah Yeah, it's like what this is like is little Davy going to be traumatized by his winning the lottery or is it part of just what everybody is on board with that this is just how the things work but but like so put I'll, I'll pose that question we can it's we also, can come back they, to it we never we never I just am realizing this, but there's never any discussion of past winners of the lottery yeah like it never true, comes up it's true. never mentioned they're just it's it's the past I they're guess. not yeah exactly like they're forgotten by the town right basically right. Yeah. But, um, but okay, so then, so, and just, it's, it's nonchalant to the very end. All right, folks, Mr. Summer said, let's finish this quickly. And then this is, this is like a fucking banger line. Although the villagers had forgotten the ritual and lost the original black box, they still remembered to use stones. 
and you know yeah. that's when it's kind of like revealed and there's so Even much going on within that sentence there. the yeah, lead is so like much. buried because it's the second half of the sentence exactly it's... like it's dude down to the mechanics of her writing it, it's yep. crazy exactly like the last word is stones stones you know that's it's like she a... makes you wait until the very mm. last yeah exactly yeah and it's like okay elegant. so they... it's it's fucking it's elegant. great it is, She's, it is. yeah and you know not to mention the sentence itself like they don't remember why they're doing this they forgot all the original paraphernalia but they the one part that's like vicious that's what they remember that's the only thing that they remember and then and then it says miss delacroix selected a stone so large she had to pick it up with both hands and it also like it also brings back like the stones from the beginning because we yes, saw the boys exactly. coming up with these piles of stones and it just felt like an ordinary sort of childhood Completely, thing to do. Yeah. And now it's got a whole other thing. That's going the that's on. the that's the beauty of it because it's like because she says like the in the beginning the very uh, the original line is something like the the children had already begun gathering yeah. stones like just again on like a note on the tech like she says already you know which yep. implies like they're preparing for something but yep. as the reader you don't even think about it it's like whatever no. they they like they, they've gathered and it's like they're the again the beauty of it is they're playing a game with it yeah. like they're guarding the stones from the other boys yeah. it's like okay that's just and kids like, being kids but it's it's so and it's so sinister because like knowing that kids could be the winners of the yeah, lottery like you exactly. could be gathering your own stones yeah Um, yeah exactly and and talk about fucked up too the children had stones already and someone gave little davy hutchinson a few pebbles like bro yeah he's participating (laughs) in it like with in his own little boy way with like to stone his own mom or at least participate in this that that the psychological aspect of that and then the end of it is basically like mrs hutchinson she held out her hands her, she held her hands out desperately as the villagers moved in on her. It isn't fair, she said. Then a stone hits her on the side of the head, basically. And then she says, it isn't fair. It isn't right, Miss Hutchinson screamed. And then they were upon her. And that's the final, that's the last uh, sentence. Yeah. Uh, it's Lord. Yeah, it's freaking crazy. <laughs> so... And this is the only time that old man Warner is like happy. He's, he said, "Come, come on, on, everybody, come, come on, on everyone. <laughs> yeah, fuck, uh, little, he's a motherfucker." Uh, he is, he is. But yeah, and then it's like, just there's okay, so much going on. But okay, so I also want to point out De La Croix, just so as to not forget, De La Croix yeah. literally means of the cross, which is yep. like interesting. And she's the one who picks up the stone with two hands. And yeah, I was like going down a rabbit hole of like on the stoning wikipedia dude the pictures okay. of i sent you one yeah you the did artistic That's, depictions <laughs> of stoning are crazy like uh. it's one thing to hear about the stoning shit but like you see that shit and it's yeah, like whoa with, that's yeah, actually crazy the guy like, with the like thing just like in his head yeah and people look uh. like animals you know like yeah. they, when they're doing it it's like they take on this vicious it's really quality vi- vicious exactly yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like okay so i mean where to even start like one one interpretation I have of the story yeah. is like this whole ritual is almost like like a Freudian like catalyst of like all the unconscious evil desires that everybody yeah. has. Like purge style. It's the purge, basically. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like literally though. But and there's like one there's like a scapegoat, somebody out of yeah. everybody. And I feel like it's important that it's random, I think, because it's like everybody has this, this is, dark side to them. Yeah. You know? There and there is like within in terms of scapegoats like the tradition that that is from involves 
selecting two goats and one of them is chosen for God to be sacrificed the other is chosen to take the sins of the people upon its back and be like let out into the wilderness mm. and it's just they're like I think they're siblings like they have to be like from the same like litter I don't know if yeah, litters of goats sh- is sure, a thing yeah. but like <laughs> they're, it's randomly chosen right. um, which one is which and again like this it's exactly that like it's a totally random thing you just need to designate someone yeah to to be that yeah and um, it and it's like like you so one goat dies for the sins basically of like the other goat which represents everybody else which is like so so weirdly it's like the one that takes the sins of everyone upon itself is the one that gets to live and the one that right. dies is the pure one which yeah. is that's weird yeah <laughs> anyway. and it's like the anyway. whole thing is almost like in this it's not quite but it's like a fucked up version of like jesus dying on the cross like de la yeah. croix that's why i mentioned yep. it, of the cross definitely where, and the the number is seven popping up and this religious yep. overtones it's like it's it's like whoever's getting stoned is almost like this messiah figure who is dying yeah. on the cross it is, and like a very martyrdom yes yeah exactly you know. and in fact that's, that was this the thing that the painting that you sent yeah, was exactly. a martyr exactly getting um, getting stoned exactly yeah but then exactly. there's there's the lack of conviction, like with, That's with religious stuff, like Jesus on the cross, all the all the martyrs and stuff. There's they were dying for like a reason that yeah. they really like believed in, yeah. and they kind of, in some ways, didn't have to. Like if they had just been like, well, fuck this, I, it's fine. I'm not gonna stick to my my convictions. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'll and just not die. This is there. She is not. Mrs. Hutchinson is not on board for this. Yeah, she's not. She is not martyring herself for the That's good of the people That's the key difference, yeah. Whatever. That's the yeah. key difference. Like, you know, Jesus Christ, when he came down, like, did it with complete intention to do it. He yep. was choosing to be the scapegoat for all of humanity's sins. Yeah, Miss Hutchinson was is not uh, is not about it at, at all, no. which is, again, it, it is, a, like, a key difference. That's what com- separates it completely from being, like, a normal, yeah. like, m- messiah figure. But I, I and also based do, on her yeah. own based on her own reactions, it seems almost like she didn't believe that would ever happen to her. Yeah, um, it isn't fair. Yeah. It isn't fair. But at the yeah. same, it, it seemed fit. She's cracking jokes, like, right. all mm-hmm. up until, the, until, until she actually gets picked. But right. I like the idea of the lottery, too, as the fact that everybody, maybe even... So maybe newborns would be excluded for what I'm about to under the okay. idea of what I'm going to say. Because it's, it's like everybody has a dark side. Everybody sins. You don't go throughout the world without sinning. And if this is a process of just, like, choosing anybody because everybody is guilty, so you can choose anybody and using that as, like, the embodiment of, like, sin to be atoned for and everybody... Yeah. Again, too, like, the, the uh, related to the Freudian thing of, like, the unconscious... It, so these are kind of... Dim- I'm kind of conflating things, but, like, the, you know, the unconscious evil desires of everybody and, like, all of a sudden, Miss De La Croix, who they were... They were just chatting a few seconds ago in these depictions where everybody looks evil. It's, like, yeah. everybody for a second just goes full, like, violence mode. Yes. And, em- yeah. and embraces that. And, like, that's part of the purge aspect where it's, like, every- once they get that out of their system, they've been cleansed. Yeah. And can, yeah. like, and can do their thing. But, okay, but related to what I was saying where it's everybody's guilty of sins, maybe newborns would not be included because newborns are, like, the actual, they are, like, I feel like always be mentioned as, like, the picture of innocence. It's only once you start yeah. growing up that. So that would yeah. be, be an interesting feature of, of like, the, of the lottery. Yeah, and it's unclear because like a, a little kid, a little kid can still be 
aggressive. Yeah, like a, a little even shit like a or little child who doesn't like understand what's going on. Like, you can still have that kind of intensity as yeah, a little child, for but sure. a, a totally newborn. Yeah, possibly, possibly not. Yeah, but then it's like, where do you um, where do you cut that shit? Where is exactly, the cutoff and everything? Yeah. But but yeah, yeah, no. And there's also another kind of related interpretation where it's like, at least I see kind of like a metaphor almost or something like with like like Freudian psychotherapy too, where it's okay. like the idea is you have like, you know, some repressed desire or experience or emotion or something. And the yeah. goal of psychotherapy is to like bring that out and yep. kind of like destroy it basically. Yep. It's like the repressed thing is basically choking up your your yeah. normal conscious ego in, in like yeah. non-functional ways. And it's like, this might be, it's kind of related, I guess it's kind of related to what we're talking about, but like this is them embodying like that, un, that repressed aspect of whatever yeah. it is like just killing it basically so yeah. that they can go about their work go about their days or, or whatever yeah. right like so yeah that is all one thing I, I also have another interpretation where it's like the city and probably because I've been reading I'm on like my myth kick right now but mm-hmm. I, I, I envision the town as like a deity as like a type of okay. mol, of a type as like a Moloch that's like requiring sacrifices yeah and it's like you know that's kind of where i automatically went with this was the sort of more kind of yeah like the sacrifice to a not a not a christian god but more like in a sort of pagan tradition yeah or like a greek god or some shit yeah 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 because then it's also it's lottery in june corn be heavy soon you know that was the original intention behind rituals was that like you're doing it to appease like you're sacrifice something to like the rain god or the sun yeah. god or whoever. It's interesting that it's late June because I think isn't June the the summer solstice like yeah, June tw- it is. 20 like but it's well, not this quite is, on the yes, solstice which so I, it's like, at first I was like hmm, interesting you know yeah. It would have been cool if it was on the solstice. But to me, it's almost like that's the whole point is like yeah. I, like we mentioned, rituals have to have some kind of mythic significance. Yep. Like it has to be embedded in like you have to know what you're doing. There has to be intention. There's like a, everybody. This is an extremely like mystical and engaged experience. Like this yep. is not something you're cracking jokes during uh, during right. a ritual. This is right. not something like, you know, you're late to even. Right. And this is and this is what I was going to say earlier is like the fact that she's late and that she's kind of like, get up there, Bill. It's like, it's yeah. almost like she's offended the deity who's punishing her by like making her be the one that's That's, that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. But, uh, but with the solstice, the fact that it's not on the solstice implies it's like, that's not actually what they're doing. You right. know, it's not yeah. actually a completely mythical thing. Right. Because it's like, it's just barely away from the solstice. Yeah. Which is and like, it, like, it would have been so easy for it to just be on the solstice it, yeah, if that's exactly. what they were going for. Exactly. And that seems like, if that was part of the original, well, that's the thing. It I mean, could, so who much knows? has been Maybe lost. It was, but yeah, it's exactly. Like, well, was it originally? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like it seems totally possible to me that this was, because again, this is what I think the difference is back in the back in the day. Because you can imagine too, this quality of it being in like a close knit community is way different. Like, I, I, you know, with three hundred people. There could be, like, there's some, like, you can't know on a one out like, on a very close basis, really, 300 people. Right. Whereas in right. a close-knit community, way more, like, the intimacy exactly. of having to stone people 
Like, yeah. But you, you know, if it was in the name of some ritual, maybe your intimacy with the person actually improves, like the right. transformation, or is critical. Whereas yep. now that there's so many people, it's become anonymous, or not anonymous, but you know, like distributed. Yeah. Now the, and the nature of the whole thing is completely different at this point, and it's yeah. like they don't even know why they're doing this. Right. But you could totally. Have you, have yeah. you ever seen the movie Midsummer? I have actually. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought about that a little bit, especially with, Me with too. the old yeah. the old dude. I'm just like, this is this is a very different kind of situation because like if you were in Midsummer, you would not be here still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also it is that kind of. But I mean, clearly in in Midsummer and other kind of similar, um, ritualistic, sacrifice stories, usually there is a very strong feeling of that this is a, this is a spiritually significant um intimate thing yeah. and everybody kind of yeah. yeah like in midsummer if i'm not mistaken everyone kind of gets dressed up like they have yep. flower wreaths and they have yep. this whole structure it's that a they've whole built festival and, and yeah people people this do a bunch is, of drugs and get into it and yeah stuff. and now that i think about it bro tessie actually literally had like a sweater that was hastily thrown yep. over her the cat yep. like the shirt and the blue jeans the sweater just casually thrown on this is not yep. be something being treated like yep. an actual ritual Yep. Which which then begs the question of like, you know, if they're not doing this for ritual purposes, it, you know, you don't really get the idea that it's necessarily like purge status either necessarily because it's like, I don't know, they didn't seem like they were, su- I guess that could always be it, but they seemed like this was just something to get over with, whereas even yeah. a purge is a sort of yeah. ritual. Yeah, you know, like in the they f- describe it as a ritual in the text, but then it's yeah. like, it doesn't feel important, you know? Yeah. Like nobody, I- yeah. One interpretation is that it's actually not a ritual because, like, they're yeah. they're not engaging with it. Ritual right. is basically Joseph Campbell, which you know I've been uh, author of the Power of Myth. He yeah. says and he nails it. The um, ritual is the enactment of myth, and they okay. have they've yeah. lost the myth aspect. It's not on the summer solstice. It's just off there. There's no yeah. there's no deity. There's no spiritual anything involved. They're just doing this thing basically. And this is the other interpretation is that it's just like mob psychology just like conformity it's the simpsons thing conformity gone mad yeah (laughs) and you know which is like you know the villagers have forgotten the like they don't do the chant or the incantation anymore which also implies back in the day it was a ritual yeah it is very much the feeling of like cultural norms that we only have because they have been around forever um and they could be there could be things that we do as a culture that are nonsensically violent and just yes. bad. Like right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna judge this town and just say that this is bad. Yeah, right, <laughs> um, right, cause right. there's no clear reason. I maybe am like, because it's yeah. like just a but, quick note on that. It's like, you know, I, I could at least, if there was ritual significance to it, yeah. you could at least make a case where it's like, Absolutely. okay, it's doing something. It might Absolutely. be kind of like a barbaric practice, yep. but they're getting something out of this. Yep. Whereas the, this is not permissible to me because there's right. nothing. They're going this is back just to like work. Rant. It's like a. It could be anything that yeah. they're that they're doing, but what they are doing is stoning someone. <laughs> exactly. Um, which is, I mean, that's not that's not great. If yeah. they like legitimately thought that this was going to bring them a better harvest or something, then that's that's a different ethical question. Yeah. But it doesn't yeah. feel like that's part of the purpose anymore. Yeah. Um, no. Like literally, so, yeah. literally the line. Although the villagers had forgotten the ritual and lost right. the original black box, they still remembered to use stone. Right. Like they've forgotten the origins of whatever this is completely. But yeah. it's like, and, and then it's like, you know, which begs, but they, the fact that they still remember to use stone is like, I don't know. It, it speaks to the, like, just 
tapping into like just the brutality like looking yeah. for any excuse even though we don't remember what it was supposed to be for even though there's no yep. spiritual significance just looking for any excuse to kill like to yep. be violent that to, is to the important harm. part to them yeah the purpose is not the important yeah. part it is the the means of achieving whatever the exactly. purpose originally was that matters which okay this is a this is a stretch and a half but, no that's good stretch <laughs> um, good. there's so, okay, there's a lot of sports that are violent, and that's, like, normal. Right. A lot of sports that have been violent historically were for a purpose that was not entertainment. It had some kind of spiritual significance, or it was, like, for warfare purposes or whatever. If you're trying to apply things from this to modern life, like, that's a fairly clear one because it's a place where violence is pretty normalized but there's like a lot of things where i'm just like you know like if you look at at current culture like there are a lot of things that just exist because they're traditional but we don't remember why they're traditional yeah and it's like this could be this could be not great like maybe (laughs) maybe it's bad that we do like i don't know that we participate in whatever various things we do and it's hard to even know. <laughs> yeah, well, one example is even just like I don't know if this is again if we're operating in that space here, but like yeah. you know, football is basically in boxing and st- and UFC, mm-hmm. basically guaranteed ways to like get concussions and like yeah. CBT, like actual brain damage and, and like basically fuck you up. But yeah. it's like we kind of don't question it; we kind of just right. like go yeah. with it. And related yeah. to the sports thing, I like I don't have the context. So I don't know how useful this is, but there was a I th- it was in the power. I'm of I'm not myth. like knocking sports. Just no, as, no, as yeah, I don't, right, right, I'm right. not gonna die. We're, we're in interpretation. <laughs> we're in interpretation yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly um but they're they're in the power of myth i read that there was it was related to the idea of sacrifice actually sacrifice uh-huh. and bliss but there's yeah. like they i forget what it was but it's like two groups would play a sport like literally yep. they would play a sport yep and the winner of the sport would like and the leader of the team that won would get decapitated yep so it's like that's kind of and in a way that's almost like they they've won the sport in this case yep. whoever wins the lottery is yep. the one who who gets sacrificed so yeah there is an interesting historical thing going back yeah there, but yeah. And, you know who knows what it like the amount of fucked up traditions that humans have had just in, in, yeah, oh, in yeah, the past sure. that have consisted for no like just like i, I even like again this is kind of a stretch but shit like genetic mutilation nowadays yeah, yeah, or e- yeah. even even just the everyday example of like not even to mention like just more fucked up ones but like even just circumcision it's like yeah absolutely. you know like do we we don't that's just something we don't even think about and it's like right uh, there's you know quote unquote reasons where it's like less likely to get like uh sexually transmitted disease and stuff but i honestly don't think those are like yeah I, that's not yeah. why especially now because like people i mean yeah most people have like showers and stuff exactly exactly like it's not a it can't be a real concern it can't be worth like basically cutting off like the foreskin of every little boy's freaking penis just to right. like there's and i'm pretty i that's i'm not even sure how scientifically backed that is about it like right. being but that's like a, a yeah. reason that's yeah it's especially, like that's just one of those in things a secular context because like right if it's for like a religious purpose, that's like a different question. And right. I'm gonna leave that up to exactly, you know yeah. people who actually are from those religions to, I think, to decide. I think if but there's like, any psychological aspect to it, it it's yeah. it's permissible. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but yeah, just or like at least justifiable. In, yeah. in American culture, it's just kind of the norm. It's just kind of the thing that people do, it. and it's like not it. for not for any religious reason. Mostly, um, not for any um, 
like sanitary. Or you know what you could in. say actually is it in there originally it had religious origin. Absolutely. And, and it's now still we've does forgotten for some it. people. For some most, people. Yeah. We've right. forgotten it. We're in it yeah. almost it's kinda like the lottery where yeah. Back in the day, it had deeply religious implications. Yeah. But now, no, like no, nobody yeah. could tell you. First off, half people probably don't even know it has religious implications. Right. And right. then, <laughs> then it's like no one could tell you what those implicate. Like I could not tell right. you mm-hmm. the actual religious justification for why they do it. I just know it was. I like have a no thing. idea. Yeah. And exactly. you can imagine. And there's other cultures that don't. Like like right. Most of Europe, it's not the norm. And it's um, like you so. You, as us being anthropologists of this lottery yeah. society, it's like, whoa, yeah. that's crazy. You could imagine some other completely, like, aliens come, and it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, we oh, just yeah. we just cut off foreskin at the age of, like, yeah. whatever. And it's and like, it's like why? Know. Well, just because, like, I don't know. Well, they'll, they'll tell you, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so something to yeah. do with religion? I, I don't know, something. But, yeah. so, and, you know, not even to mention others, like, you know, the, the, I won't, we don't even have to get into it, but some of these traditions get, get really fucked up. Like, yeah. really fucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like, you know, who, who, again, you can at least make a case for it if there's some kind of significance to it, like, it, it spiritually, right? Like, right. Like, Joseph Campbell even talks about it in The Power of Myth, where it's like, some of these things, some of these traditions are really intense and like violent and traumatic but they do at least serve like they function as like rights of adulthood you know yeah and the whole thing that he says it's like the idea behind it is it has to be traumatic because that's not something you forget that is like a thing you take with you for a person who has experienced that is no longer a boy they are a man they are no longer a girl they are a woman right like so that that at least you can come up there's at least some kind of transformation right spiritual ideal related behind it whether or not you think it's permissive the people in the lottery have no idea they there's no, no conception and be, like in terms of memory and like carrying stuff with you again like they don't talk about any past winners of this there's yeah, no exactly. there's no mention of like oh yeah that's ted and he's <laughs> single now because his wife won yeah. three years ago yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um or anything like that it's just sort of it is kind of surprising that there aren't more like widows and widowers in this town. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, it's just like everybody is that has went wins it is like forgotten or erased, yeah. and it's like, yeah, you get the idea. This is almost just an excuse for people to kill people. Absolutely. You know, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, be a good sport to everybody. It's like you know when yeah, you be, lose, be a good sport when, when you, you lose, get it murdered by your whole town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, come yeah. on, we want to do, or you know, yeah. I, I don't know. It's like their motivations for this are like, do they actually? I don't like there's one look at this where it's like you know if they didn't do this lottery then everybody there everybody would be because it's like it seems like a pretty nice uh village or like town Mm -hmm. yeah and especially it's like a beautiful day like yeah is it like do we think that if there wasn't a lottery this town would be full of violence and depravity or not like it's not clear you don't really get that point though especially because they don't know why they're doing this exactly like and that's kind of that's kind of an argument that does come up often when people talk about changing traditions is it's just like oh well if we didn't do this then everyone would just go crazy all the time and there'd be like chaos and violence everywhere and it's like would there really really? like is that (laughs) really (laughs) true yeah yeah if we had a 40 like a a 30 hour work week instead of a 40 hour (laughs) work week would it really be anarchy i don't know right right (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and also even with just the idea of like the purge too, coming back to that, it's like mm-hmm. just at least in like the movie, everybody knows why they're doing it. You yeah. Know? it oh it, yeah. It, it, it's like this thing where everybody gets to let loo- let their demons out so that they can 
live a normal life afterwards. Yep. You know, these people are just just going through the motions. Yeah, you know? they're like, like they're they're kind of bored. They're kind of nervous. They're not yeah. excited. Mm-hmm. They're not like amped up. There's no kind of like like Viking berserker energy yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like all exactly. right, let's go. <laughs> we want to be we want to be done by noon so we can right. so so, so we can, we can get back fucking, to work yeah yeah so we can get back to work and we can exactly. have lunch like exactly. what the hell? <laughs> yeah it no, seems like it'd real. be hard to have lunch after, after i know like, that's crazy yeah. wife gets stoned to death or yeah. whatever that's that's uh. again and and the the coming back to the nonchalance of everybody it's like mm-hmm. i don't know it's just weird oh oh and the idea too that uh it's like, okay, will little Davy be traumatized by mm-hmm. this? Or is this actually... Because nobody really seems, like, no. traumatized by it. And they so don't. maybe this leads to But he's going to gonna the, grow up without a mom, presumably. Yeah, like, and, and, and then he participated with the pebbles and shit. Right. So it's like, is... But, I, you know, the one interpretation of it, like this, the almost purgy interpretation is, like, everybody participates in it regardless of who it is because mm-hmm. it could be anybody and like you yeah. just don't even consider that part and it's just the act this act itself of purging of cleansing of your evil desires your unconscious id desires is is the thing itself yeah and it doesn't matter who it is like if it was your mom <laughs> shit like as a freaking little boy too it's like all right that's just that's just kind of the way the the cookie crumbles but you can kind yeah. of get past that like you you could see where they they might not be traumatized because it's like the whole it's part of like the ritual like it right even the act of stoning your mother or some shit is like yeah in in, in an effort to grow spiritually or like purge something right. that like allows this for is the where, greater flourishing of right. people. But that's not yeah. the vibe really. This is where I'm gonna I'm gonna plug the movie um that I was gonna plug earlier oh, yeah, yeah. that was not quite the, the moment for it. But um we are what we are. Um haven't heard of it. It's a it's a horror movie from a number of years ago. It's like it's really boring, but it's very <laughs> I really liked it. Like I say boring in okay. a sort of affectionate way. Um, it's slow, but it's, it's vibey. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's got a ritual angle that is, I could imagine that the writers of that movie were inspired by the lottery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. I mean, also not to mention, I mean, we, we look at the lottery as like being fucked up, but it's like, dude, child sacrifice was straight up normal. Oh, absolutely. Like straight up, straight up normal. So again, maybe. Would newborns be, would newborns be up for winning? I feel like maybe because they're, that's like, that's been a thing before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But again, I think. With that, at least we have the idea that they're do- they're sacrificing to a god, like to right. Moloch or some shit right. for for some purpose. Old man Warner, if anything, might be the only one that gets a pass because he knows yeah. corn and or whatever lottery in June, corn be heavy right. soon. You know, he, he at least right. he's like the only one who remembers anything about the actual ritualistic aspects of it. And he's right. and, and in fact, maybe he is a moral character here because. He's mad at, he's like basically shitting on everybody else because it's like, it's not like it used to be in the old days. Like yeah. everyone's doing this, you know, and then if we didn't do this, we'd be going back to caves. We'd be like on right. some primitive shit. So maybe this is a necessary function. It's, yeah, it's like actually important to him in a way that other people are just sort of going through life.
through the motions. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. He's fucked up in a sense, at least. He's just at least... He, it's barbaric that he's participating in it or whatever. Yeah. But he, is at, he at least knows the spiritual reasoning. Yeah. Everybody else is, is bad for a different reason. Right. Which is that they just don't even know what they're doing. They're just mindlessly doing what... Right. They're doing it because everybody else is doing it. Yeah. At the cost yep. of, like, you know... Could have been Little Davy that got yep. fucking stoned, you know, like yeah, yeah. This reminds me of when like the war on Christmas rhetoric comes up, and it's uh, just like, oh yeah, we have to like continue to have these very public um, Christian Christmas displays, but mostly it's for just like commercial purposes. But then there's like a few people who actually care about it for like yeah. religious reasons, yeah. and it's still not great i think to make everyone participate in a single religions holiday but still like at least for them there's like an actual yeah like real <laughs> it's interesting yeah because christmas is <laughs> so, almost another version of the lottery except yeah. like not quite but in, yeah. in the sense that it's like nobody know nobody really right. goes <laughs> right, people, knows yeah. what the fuck like i mean yeah they're, they're not actually celebrating like the birth of jesus christ right. and, and right. you know cause my so my like my grandpa actually he didn't like make like make us sounds but but like we we he would it for us it was part of the christmas thing where we wake up before we do gifts before we do mm-hmm. anything we read from the bible about yeah like, you know so that's an example of it being rooted in tradition whereas you know and and, you know it's okay when you're not stoning people but it is interesting (laughs) that it's like the actual origins of of people have forgotten the origins of christmas in the same way that the people have forgotten the origins of of the lottery yeah yeah um i so i'm gonna read at this point jackson like shirley jackson she because she got a bunch of like you know again like i said male and one of the brackets of questions basically was what was she trying to say with the story Okay. So this is her basically her answer to that. Okay. Explaining just what I had hoped the story to say is very difficult. I suppose I hoped by setting a particularly brutal ancient rite in present. Oh wait, wait. By setting a particular br- fuck. By setting a particularly brutal ancient rite in the present and in my own village to shock the story's readers with a graphic dramatization of the pointless violence and general inhumanity in their own lives. So she, her interpretation okay. is, it, yeah. first off, I think it's interesting that the author cannot even necessarily know what they were saying. It's almost like the story just comes out. and That's real, though. This is that, almost that, like, that's, no, that's it, true. Is, it is, <laughs> this it is, the it way is. It goes. <laughs> but and it's, it's funny because this is almost like her own interpretation of her story. Yeah. But yeah, the yeah. pointless violence in general in humanity. Where, you know, the pointless violence is the fact that they don't even remember what they're doing. Like, this that's the, they just want an excuse to kill people. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. That they can't even remember. In general, in humanity, because everybody's just, just going about it. And, you know, obviously this story touches a nerve. It's taught Definitely. in middle schools. It got, like, an insane yes. amount of hate and everything. So it's like, this is clearly speaking to something about that. Like, the the pointlessness of violence and sometimes tradition. And yeah. Everything. It does, I can imagine reading this and feeling attacked by it yeah um that it's that it's being critical and overly simplistic of cultural norms yeah i don't feel that way but i'm not that big on tradition a lot yeah, of time, yeah. so i don't know but um yeah it's just interesting to see that that's her, which, you know, I think it's obviously we've, yeah. been, we've been talking about that. But then I'm going to say another thing that she talked about, which was that, again, she's talking about different kinds of, like, responses. Mm-hmm. And so she says the general tone of some of the early letters was a kind of wide-eyed, shocked innocence. People at first were not so much concerned with what the story meant 
What they wanted to know mm. was where these lotteries were held and whether they could go there and watch. Oh, and my that God. is that wow. is dude, that is the story played out. Like that is the story right there itself. Watch. They, exactly. Watch to watch. Yes. They That's... wanted to know where it was held so they whether they could go and watch. Like it, it's again and you know, this is something we've actually talked about in the Kafka story with like the idea, you know, people are yeah. captivated by death and like Absolutely. murder. You know, public Absolutely. executions and everything. This is almost just another version yeah. of like a public execution that people are just fascinated by. And and the lottery itself is like a it's like, you know, people love watching human uh sacker or like you know yeah like public execution but this is this is the good shit because you get to participate in it you get to throw the stone yeah that is so that's interesting because like i guess if you're part like in this it's assumed that everyone present is part of the culture and so everyone involved is going to be actively participating right whereas if they're if you're looking at this as someone from i don't know chicago um <laughs> like trying to figure out oh where where does this happen i want to go yeah, look, like look at great. it yeah. like they don't they don't necessarily want to be participating and even if they were they wouldn't be part of the community so yeah. would it even be i mean they wouldn't know the purpose just like the people involved don't know the purpose but it seems like it's even more removed if they were to participate it seems like not it seems like it would break the the ritual code yeah, or some, something yeah. Yeah, no, it's great, and it's funny just because she's talking about, you know, pointless violence in general yeah. and humanity, oh, and yeah. it's like, we're, we're, we apparent, and I think that's why the lottery is such a captivating story, is we are drawn yeah. to that shit like moths to a flame. There's just yeah. something fascinating about it, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> people do, people sure do love to go track down stuff that's weird, though. Yeah, like yeah, when true. When there is some kind of, like, an isolated community or something that does something that is not regarded as normal yeah um by by broader society people are people do kind of want to see it it's almost like, like an anthropological it is like interest yeah it is yeah like there there used to be back when there were more cannibalistic groups yeah, around just, yeah. people kind of were interested in that and they're yeah. like oh it's dangerous but i kind of want to go see uh, yeah yeah where can, can i watch yeah yeah exactly right. and then like yeah. speaking i mean i i think i mentioned earlier like where would this happen in the united states well I don't know. You could picture like insulated groups in the Midwest, but you could also picture like insulated groups in like, you know, the hills of like West Virginia yeah, or whatever. Yep. And people, people sure are curious about what people get up to in the yeah, hills of West yeah. Virginia, also. <laughs> so you know, and that's no, that's not a thing you should go look at, probably. Yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, like the yeah. it, it's like the fact that in readers are interested. Yeah. And whether whether they could go and watch this is like yeah. basically just a mirror held up to the lottery. Like it's just yep, them participating definitely. in this just for the, just for the act, just so they an ex, like they just an excuse to kill people. This is an excuse right. to watch people kill people. You know, it's like it's so interesting that people thought. Yeah, it was, it's funny. Was real maybe. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she said that was like a that was like a whole class of letters she would receive. So or, or it was like yeah that, and. You know, to also just the idea of stoning is interesting. You know, stoning has been practiced yeah. since ancient times, and it yeah. was typically like a religious punishment. Right. You know, yep. and, it, yeah, and, that that with, would be the thing that they would do instead of 
you know, behead, any number of behead, other options. Yeah, like yeah. you could behead somebody or you could uh, like burn them at the stake. I don't right. know. Like, yeah. But yeah, and it's like the stoning is critical actually because everybody participates. Everyone yeah. in the community contrib- contributes to it. Yeah. It's like they collectively. Even the little child with his that, little, or little pebbles, little Davy. Pebbles. Yeah. But yeah, everybody has everybody has a part in it. So maybe they even because sh- maybe that's part of sh- cl- everybody needs to cleanse themselves. Yeah. Right. Every because yeah. if it was just one person killing one person, then where's the catharsis person. in that? You right. Know? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's no. There's no expulsion of like that. Your repressive. You didn't get to satisfy your evil desire, your unconscious right. desires of violence and and bloodshed. Somebody yep. else got to, and that's just not the same. That's yep. not the same. And it also re- it removes guilt from right. any one individual if yeah. everyone is involved it's like yeah, no exactly. we all do this we're all equally being cleansed yeah, and we're yeah. all equally to blame so kind of like yeah. how they used to like with firing squads you know yep, everybody exactly. everybody exactly. had blanks or whatever except like for yep. one or two people so no one knows yep. who, who did it so yep. yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's a crazy story it, it really is can we talk briefly about the middle school like why yes right 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 in middle school who, yeah I don't even know where to start. What, like, <laughs> on the one hand, I'm like, that's, I think I can see why from a, like, you know, just because it's written very, like, again, beautifully. Like, it's yeah. very written very, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to say simply because that makes it seem like it's not just absolute, like, masterpiece of writing. Right. But, like, the, you know, in terms of, like, it's the lexile. It's the sense that it takes, it takes a lot of mastery to say yeah. a lot of complicated yes. stuff in, in an easy-to-understand way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. I, I honestly have no idea because it's, like, dude, stoning and it's, like, yeah. I, you know. It's like I think one there's a lot to discuss with it, but the idea maybe of like tra- tradition. I mean, yeah. I honestly don't know why it is taught in middle school. Certainly not middle school. High school, you can at least it's a text that you can like in- engage with. Like you're probably familiar with a lot of these ideas that we're kind of right. like talking about. Middle school is crazy. Middle school, like fucking fifth, sixth graders reading this, like. I, I mean, I, I guess, like, know. if if kids are old enough to be participating in the lottery, yeah, they yeah. might as well be old enough to read about it. But, like, I mean, I, I, could, I could imagine being a middle school teacher and being like, okay, middle school is kind of when people start bullying people mm. for conformist reasons. Yeah, um, right, right, Maybe right. this is the moment to sort of True. be like, hey, don't be like the people in the lottery. Like peer pressure type <laughs> shit. Right, yeah, without... Right. Think think about... No, that's a good point, too. Yeah, I, li- I like that. Because that is where this kind of mob behavior kind of starts emerging yeah. is middle yeah. school. And cliques get formed and it's like, yeah. you don't even... You're bullying someone, you don't even know why you're bullying. You're just bullying because yep. everyone else is bullying. You're, just, yep. you're doing drugs because everybody else is doing drugs. Like, whatever... You know, yeah. also the fact that this is just like a classic American text. Like this is absolutely, some, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and and again, just like the the captivating nature of this kind of thing. Like it it elicited such a visceral response from people. Yeah, uh, like with the New Yorker and like everybody. Like this story clearly taps a nerve of yeah. like the human psychology. Yes, and and maybe that's just like you know, let's get middle schoolers even they might be interested in something yeah, like this you know it's like, true it's true because like 
I, I don't, again, I don't remember enough about yeah. how this went down when but I But the was fact that we remember grade. it at all, like, you know, the <laughs> fact oh, that... Yeah, for sure. Because it's like, we might not remember our specific reaction, but the fact that we remember the, like, and you remember, you know yes. exactly what happened. Like, if you, yeah, if the lottery comes no to mind... Yeah, there doubt in my yeah. mind about how this went. <laughs> and it's like, so that's a testament in itself, the fact that you're able to remember so precisely, like, the plot, like, yeah. the story itself, the lottery yes. as a story itself. Like, you remember yes. the consequences and what everybody's doing like that you know the fact that we remember that from middle school might be like the fact that it stuck with us at all maybe means it actually is a good text to be yeah reading yeah in that's school. true and that's i think true. if you ask the average person you know the average american citizen they will remember the lottery i, I, I bet that they will true i think that's probably right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay well <laughs> if you're not a u.s listener and you have not read the lottery read it and also, if you it's are, it's what a US American listener. culture is all about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. And um, also, just if you haven't read this story, like I read, you get a lot out of it, like reading yeah, it now, than versus when you're a middle schooler. If you have read this, in the big past. time, yeah, big time, yeah. Like, like I did not realize how masterful this, like Shirley Jackson's yeah. writing, actually is. And the su- yeah. even when you know what's coming. It's like the subtlety of it all. The way it's just yeah. slowly drip fed in these like imperceptible little, just down to the words and yes. lines. It's just like, it's just, it's masterful to read whether or not you know it's going to, how it's going to end or not. Yeah. Big, sh- big time. Yeah. It's, it's a delight. In it a, is. In an atrocious in fucked sort up of way. way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah terribly delightful i mean but like that's you know the we've talked about it too the the bliss and suffering are like two sides of the same coin but anyway that's but uh and shirley jackson's fire we should read more of her because she's really fucking good yeah okay well i think we about i we've solved the lottery Uh, another story (laughs) down we've 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 solved so many stories at this point we sure have Yeah. yeah all these all these stories with their crazy endings yeah. we're really getting to the bottom of yeah it. definitive answers yeah <laughs> the uh, readings the canonical yeah, exactly. readings yeah, yeah, yeah exactly the <laughs> yeah. true the true interpretations yeah. so uh you know as usual smash that five star because you know this was even more than a five star conversation uh gets my instagram big nate's book reviews email us and uh thank you for listening to big nate's short story club home of the best short story clothes